Hey, this is Brad Biley, and you just found Insights, the most listened to podcast by recruiters and staffing owners who want to learn what's working in recruitment and digital marketing. If you're new to the show, here's what you can expect to hear. Every other week, Matt Lozar, Haley Marketing's Director of Recruitment Marketing, and I, our Director of Digital Marketing, break down what's working for staffing and recruiting firms across North America. But Insights is not a marketing show. It's a show built to help you get more job orders and more applications. And whether you stumbled upon the show or you're here on purpose, we're glad you're here. Let's get to it. What's up? This is Brad Biley, and welcome back to another episode of Insights, the podcast built to help you with your recruitment and digital marketing. As always, I'm joined by Haley Marketing's Director of Recruitment Marketing. He's Matt Lozar. Matt, how are we feeling this week, buddy? Great, Brad. We're, we're doing great. Good. It's April, and it's your favorite golf tournament of the year. We're, I know, dude, I'm so excited. I'm, it's interesting because you're saying it's April. We record these a little ahead of time. Dude, I'm excited. I'm excited for golf season. I'm excited for the weather just to get better. Spirits are so different when it's just the summer. People who live in Florida, who live on like a coastline who, where it's warm, y'all are lucky. Y'all are lucky. Don't take it for granted. That's a Brad Biley lesson right there. Matt, what do you say, man? You got anything for me? I don't know much. Um, Okay. No, I think, you know, we're, we're here. We're, we're, we're chugging mm-hmm. along. It's quarter two, which is wild. And yep. we have some, I think, good topics today that we're, we're excited to go for. I'm excited for episode 114, man. So, hey, let's get to it. Let's go. We had a great question in ASA Central a couple weeks ago that we wanted to bring to the show. And Marissa Walker, she is from Staffing One Inc. in Atlanta, Georgia. I had a great question. She said, my firm is curious to see if Instagram is being utilized as a recruiting tool. I'm also interested to hear if Facebook is being utilized as well, as we're trying to get creative in our searches. Matt, you saw my lengthy response in ASA Central, so I don't want to get started here. I want you to get started. But friends, if you're not actively in ASA Central, I'll give them the free plug. I would encourage you to check that out. You can see that forum. Check out our replies there as well. But Matt, should Instagram be considered as a recruiting tool? I was hoping you were just going to read your your manuscript and I could take the segment off. He takes sure, every segment I could off. Do that. Um, but should it be used as a tool? Yeah, in the right capacity, like anything on Insights. We haven't said that. I feel like for a few episodes. Um, of course, you know the tools work for a lot of different tactics. It's just you knowing how to use that um, tactic strategy in the right way to get conversions. It's and you have to look at the functionality of it. And with Instagram, it's it's the uniqueness of Instagram from a conversion standpoint is if you have an organic post, you can't link it to anywhere. Correct. So the conversion is not an easy, oh, see something, piece of content, click, go. It's, oh, I could give a like or a comment, which isn't going to convert directly right away. So really, really great content on Instagram can work awesome for, for a recruiting tool. You, you just have to, it just helps to know what content works well there and then what that next step is and, or where it comes into play with the whole recruitment process. That's exactly right. So Instagram is its own platform as they all are, but you cannot have an Instagram strategy that is similar to what you're doing over on LinkedIn or Facebook or Twitter. Definitely not TikTok. It is its own platform. And if you want to use it for recruiting, you need to be very deliberate in what you're doing. As Matt said, you get two options for links in your story and then that link in your bio. That's really it. That said, 
No one is clicking those links. I included the data in that article there. Um, the example, and I could pull it up here right now. The example that I shared was a client that we were working with. The story was seen, I'm scrolling fast, over 5,000 views on that story post specifically. It had 15 clicks internally off of that link on the story. So super, super low. That's not why people are on Instagram though. They're on Instagram to view content, to watch reels, to watch videos, to look at pictures and continue on being on that platform. So Matt, if I had to think about recruiting on Instagram, the first reason that I would use it and the first way that I would use it is to strengthen my employer brand. I'm using Instagram to position what makes me unique, what I do differently, what I do better than any other staffing firm in Buffalo, New York. Why would a candidate be proud to say they work for my staffing firm or work with one of my recruiters? And in a sense, if someone was bragging about you, what would they be saying? How would they be conveying that employer brand? And when I think about it, it's showing that personal touch of your organization. It's it's strengthening the employer brand by showcasing who you are, what makes you unique, and, and most importantly, what are you proud of? Matt, agree? Disagree? Well, that's a great type of tech content that would work well there. The, the second idea is to showcase our team, right? So people do business with other people. Now, it might be under Matt's staffing firm's umbrella, Haley Marketing, right, for example. But at the end of the day, Matt, your clients are working with you and they're working with me. They're working with our team one-to-one, right? So when we think about using Instagram as in a, a recruiting tool, what I would do is I would showcase more of your team. I would think about how we can showcase the team to show off those individuals, put faces behind the brand. And I might even sit down and think about questions that I systematically ask the team. And, and I'm referencing back to that article and that post that I had in ASA Central some questions that I might ask, right? And these are fun. These aren't all about employer branding. These aren't about driving business. But if you could write a book about your life, what would the title be and why? Fun content, but unique to each individual in your office. What's one professional skill you're currently working on? Great, great content. As candidates, as prospects see that, hopefully we're seeing that individuals will draw and gravitate towards that type of content. Um, What would you do if you knew you wouldn't fail? Again, Let's pair that with Monday motivation, which we know is huge on Instagram on Mondays, but we're not just posting a motivational quote. We're actually posting motivational content that is tailored to our team, that is strengthening our employer brand, is strengthening our brand and our shield, and is super unique to us. It's content that's keeping you in front of the user. Absolutely. And they're more than likely a passive candidate on most social media, but especially Instagram. So it's another billboard. You know, the stat you talked about before, Brad, the conversion rate was 0.3%, which is a okay to maybe slightly below average um, online marketing campaign, just like a, a billboard campaign, like a visibility campaign. So it's not going to get you a lot of conversions, but it's going to keep pounding away with impressions and awareness. Like in Buffalo, I know, imagine staffing, Stefan Diggs, he's a big wide receiver on the team. He's everywhere. That's the awareness. I don't, I don't even, couldn't tell you where an imagine staffing office is. I know the, one of the top players in the team and in the National Football League works for them and it got them awareness. So that's not what you need to do. But what type of content can you show of your team to stay in front of um, your audience? So when they do need you, you've they've seen you on Instagram, they've seen you in other places. This is just one tactic that can help recruit and hopefully that helps with the original question. Yeah, and, and the last thing that I might do over on Instagram is create valuable content that is built for and lives on the platform, just like we're doing here. 
Michelle had a great question on ASA Central. I answered that in a long form blog article, pretty much. I wrote it specifically for her, but at the end of the day, it was like an 850 word blog article. We're repurposing that into audio content. If we were going to repurpose this into an Instagram segment, our social team could cut up this video, could showcase what you and I are talking about, and we could run this as organic video content over on Instagram. Anytime you create a blog article, anytime you create a resource, if your team is going to a conference or a networking event, they could be talking about that. We could have all of that unique content and that can live specifically on Instagram. Also, let's say you're blogging about an easy topic, Matt, like we always kind of joke around about resume tips, right? We don't necessarily want to post the featured image of that blog on Instagram, but Matt, I could have you share your five ways to improve a resume, even if they're different than the article, and say, this is specific for Instagram, this is specific for this platform. That's why we're creating it. So we're creating valuable content that is built for and lives on that platform. So Michelle, great question. Hopefully you're a friend of the program. Great question. Staffing firms should absolutely be using Instagram for recruiting purposes. The challenge is not many are. And that also poses a ton of opportunity because not many are. So I would encourage you, if you're listening, give it a shot. We gave you a couple ideas here. Matt, go for it, man. It looks like you want to say something else here. I don't want to cut you off. No, you're good. I love it. I love with Instagram. Do you want to touch on Facebook at all or? <laughs> we can, right? So what'd you, what'd you talk about? So in, in my reply to Michelle, I doubled down on Facebook ads. And, and that's not to say that I don't think organic Facebook is going anywhere. It's harder to get organic reach and organic impressions on Facebook. That's a fact. That isn't an, an opinion comment. It is statistically harder to get organic reach and to go quote unquote viral on Facebook just by the, the sheer nature of the platform. So in my reply to her, again, in ASA Central, I talked about ways to use Facebook advertising to recruit. Primarily, I talked about remarketing off of your job board. Friends, if you don't have remarketing built onto your website right now, I can assure you you're missing the boat. We need to have remarketing on our job seeker pages, on our job board, so that when candidates do not apply, our ads follow them around the internet so that they come back and they apply on a repeat visit. Matt, we talk about consumer goods all the time on the show to, to match that parallel. Friends, when you go out and you look at a pair of pants, you look at a pair of shoes, you don't buy them right away. Think about your own purchasing decisions. Now think about somebody finding their next job, which is such a more critical decision to make. They're not making that apply decision right away. Remarketing will get them to come back. You're right. I mean, Facebook's... In, you, we, Brad loves to learn from other companies and how it can go to staffing. That's what Rockstar Marketing is. Yeah. And we've joked about pants all the time. Yeah. I'm literally seeing a company in there saw for. It's called Golf Locker. If they love to sponsor the show. That'd be great. But they send you content every month in a box, like Stitch Fitch for the golfer. Like That's absolutely perfect for you. Look good, feel good, play good. So what you can do with all of that is, is learn the remarketing tactics. And, and when the ads follow you around, it's great. You, you're doing something your competitors might or might not be doing. At worst, you're keeping up. At best, you're ahead of them. So whatever you can do to with the paid content is vital because organic is so hard on Facebook. You're trying to keep up with the algorithm. Facebook's pushing groups. Facebook Facebook lately is pushing me up content it would thinks I would like to see, which I think stinks. It's not content I want to see, but organic can help maybe build that backbone of your page. The paid content's going to help you reach that audience. Know you reach the audience because you unfortunately have to pay to play even more and more. We've been saying that for years, but it's it's vitally apparent. And you know, it's only 2023, but 
soon the election's coming slowly, and that's going to take up a lot of Facebook, and you're, you're competing with that same space. So having a really targeted strategy or tactic on Facebook will, will help you use that as a recruiting tool where you can convert right on Facebook, which kind of ties these two segments together. And Instagram, it's hard to convert, but Facebook, you can definitely convert. We met with our PPC team a couple episodes ago where we talked about more ways to use pay-per-click advertising on Facebook. So friends, I would encourage you to go back and listen to that episode if you're at all intrigued by running advertisements on Facebook. But if you're running a social media strategy, and, and Matt, maybe I, I, I wrap this up for us. You know, these are some ideas. These are tactics. These are these are a few ways to start recruiting on sites like Instagram, sites like Facebook. That said, every organization is unique. Every organization is different. And if you don't have a specific social media strategy built around your specific staffing or recruiting firm, well, then ultimately you're you're kind of just hoping for the best. So I would encourage you, just like Matt encourages his um, clients and, and the individuals that he speaks with to evaluate their cost per click, evaluate that recruitment marketing side of the house, evaluate what it is that you're doing on social media. Is it working or is it merely stuff? Are you shouting into the clutter or do you have a comprehensive strategy that's built for success? Matt, I want to talk about ChatGPT. And I know it might be a little premature for this show. I don't know that we have concrete data, if we have concrete facts or findings, but Matt, I am super, super fascinated by ChatGPT, and I want to talk about it on the show. Friends, if you're unfamiliar with ChatGPT, it is AI technology that essentially, Matt, I don't even know how to describe it. It it, it gives you... Let's go to the source. What is their definition, Matt? Go to ChatGPT and look up what how they define it, and I'll see if I can get there there closely too. Essentially, with chat, you G- want to go first. You want me go to go ahead, first? Go you go because you have the actual answer in front of you. And I was never good at school. Is an advanced language generation model developed by OpenAI. Correct. It uses artificial intelligence algorithms to generate human-like text based on a wide range of prompts. That's exactly right. So through the use of prompts by you, the user, ChatGPT gives you the answers that essentially you're looking for. That can range anywhere from, tell me the weather, to write me code to build a website, to predictive text about a a blog article that you might want to write, to copy that might be, I don't know, you using a, a, a job description. Matt, it can very much be whatever you want it to be. And some of the use cases that I've been using it for are incredibly fascinating on the research side of things. Thinking about topics for the show, thinking about ways to build out segments for the show. Uh, I will say, Matt, I used it to code part of a website the other day. I didn't know how to do something. I wanted to do something. And I had it write me the code that I could then paste into a, a CMS and it functioned totally fine. And that took me about six minutes. Well, yes and no. The way you told me the story, it wrote the code. It told you you had to do another step. Yep. And then you scratched your noggin for two seconds. You said, hey, ChatGPT, do the next step for me. And it did. That's exactly right. So it, it, it actually did say, <laughs> okay, Brad, here's the code, but you'll need to do X, Y, Z. And I said, no, right. As, I, I forgot I texted you about this. I said, no, ChatGPT, you, you do it. Here's the URL to the site. You find the style sheet, you find all the code and you do it for me. Then when it spit that out, I said, okay, now merge these together and give me the clean full code. Like get to it, you know, almost got aggressive with it for a second. 
But Matt, I, I think it's fascinating when we think about how staffing and recruiting firms might be able to use this in cases like writing job descriptions or optimizing job descriptions or doing the research for you into what are job seekers searching for and what are job seekers calling themselves in the marketing space, in the the healthcare space, right? What are people using? What vernacular are people using? Matt, I, I truly think the opportunity, opportunities are limitless. And that's just in this tool. That's not even on the creative side of the house with things like MidJourney or Adobe's AI that's, that's now out. There are limitless possibilities when we get AI involved with our day-to-day to make our jobs more efficient and more effective and to give us the opportunity to level up every single thing that we're doing. It feels like a big thing. And I don't think it's just a big thing, like a, the next thing, and then we're going to move on. We read something the other day from Bill Gates. He seems pretty good at business, I think. Um, he's all right. He's been he, He's done okay for himself. But he wrote an article on his website, and he talked about how this was the second... I want to read the term. In my lifetime, I've seen two demonstrations of technology that struck me as revolutionary. And this was the second one. The first one was graphical user interface with Windows and pretty much the computer interface. So it feels really big. And it's something Brad's really passionate about to start learning about. It's something Haley Marketing has made a huge emphasis in quarter two. Um, It's on the radar because it feels like there's a ton of questions. We could probably do episodes on this for weeks, literally, about everything that goes into it. But it's... I think what's interesting is to start to learn about it, start to become familiar with it, get used to those issues. There's ethical, there's legal, but it also leads to like Brad wrote a website the other day. Brad's not a coder, not a developer. Not at all. Not at all. But he I, And that needs to be made clear, right? So right. on the show, I do not want to pretend to be anybody who can do backend coding no. development, right? Like I, I might be able to fumble my way through WordPress, but I cannot code. He, he the, the skill that's coming out of this new chat chat gpt is learning to tell the ai what to do how to write prompts and that's that's what all technology does is it going to eliminate jobs of course but with every revolution new jobs have been created literally every time we've had a revolution in technology it changes jobs but also creates jobs yeah, Matt, I mean, your job, my job didn't exist 10 years ago. I mean, maybe people were thinking about recruitment marketing, but with different different phrasing. But I mean, the d- director of digital marketing didn't exist. Social media manager, which I was before this this job title, did certainly did not exist. Um, so yeah, there's revolution and then we adapt and we grow because of it. Matt, to me, and and I was I was just saying this a couple weeks ago to Brad Smith, our chief strategy officer. It feels to me like it has the same buzz that old school social media had. It feels like the wild west of the internet and it feels like people just have a buzz about it. And maybe it's just because I'm looking at it a lot. So now my Twitter feed, my Facebook feed, my TikTok feed, the algorithms are starting to say, okay, this guy is interested in this. Let's show him more. But it very much feels like the old school wild west of the internet of how can I use this to be just a little bit better than Matt and how can I get there first? So there's this like first mover advantage that's happening. There's also this opportunity of, okay, what can I do to use it for my firm before somebody else's firm? And that is super exciting to me too. There's a lot that goes on there. Yeah, it. I don't know if we're even in the early adopter innovator phase, but we're in the beginning of that curve, probably you know the 2 to 5%. Um, so there's a lot that's going on. Like some companies are starting to ban it, like JP Morgan banned it for use at some of their... Um, just because of ethical and legal, there's a ton that goes into it. 
but they need to cover themselves before they say you can use this. Correct. So happened. the wild wild west is a new technology been out there, and it's the use case or excuse me the the usage in the last six months has been wild. Yep. So it's the, what we wanted to bring to the show today is you know and Brad probably does a better job than me than of of summarizing this this type of statement, but. What can it be used for in the industry, in your job? How can it change it? How can it make you more efficient? All those different areas. And just start to, to mess around with it and play with it and and learn as much as you can. Because we've joked on the show, we've joked on Haley Marketing, like, what is AI? It feels like people have said AI for a long time and it's not AI. This is getting pretty darn close. And friends, I, I hate to bring you a segment where we don't really give you that actionable takeaway, right? I, I feel like Insights is built to fundamentally say, okay, you can take this and deploy it today. But but I think the lesson here is if you're unfamiliar with sites and software like ChatGPT, MidJourney, um, Google's version, Bard, if you're unfamiliar with some of these phrases in these terms, it's funny that it's called Bard and, and my name is Brad, Matt. I can't get over it. I know it's dumb. It's like it's almost like a dad joke, right? But like at the same time, just like this is kind of a stupid name for it. If you're unfamiliar with these things, you need to get yourself familiar with them. This isn't going to be something that is here today and gone tomorrow. I can a thousand percent with certainty say that. Now, maybe the platform changes to a different name, it moves to something different, but the technology that it's built on is here and you need to make yourself aware of what it is. How you can use it in your day-to-day, well, well, that will come with time. Right, I can't tell you right now. Well, everyone should be writing job descriptions with ChatGPT, or or you should be doing all of your X with ChatGPT. No, but as Matt alluded to, there are B and C and D level tasks that you're doing every day that this technology can assist with. And when you have assistance from whether it's an intern or a temp or technology it elevates you and it elevates your opportunity to do bigger and greater things. And that's the way that I see it, Matt. I don't see it as replacing anything. I don't see it as taking anything away right now. Right now. Now it might. It's going to replace things. It might. But I don't see it replacing anything right now. But we most certainly need to be aware of it. That's our show. And thank you for listening to another episode of Insights. If you found this episode valuable, we would love to know. You can message Matt or Brad on LinkedIn to share your thoughts. Have a question for us. You could tweet us at Haley Marketing and let us know what you're thinking. And of course, if you need a hand with your marketing or recruitment marketing initiatives, we would love to help. You can message info at HaleyMarketing.com and be sure you tell them that Insights sent you. For my podcast partner, Matt Lozar, this is Brad Biley. We'll see you next time.